Lions in Division Two. The most 50 years for Title IX. That's incredible. And this is the 50th anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here at 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin. And we can't get our headphones to work. So, Dennis, I think we just scrapped the headphones for segment number one. How's that sound? Works for me. Uh, there we go. It's a level three of the high school football playoffs here in the state of Wisconsin. couple big games, uh, not, more than a couple, several big games going on around the state. We'll take a look at all the scores from around the area as we are with you until 8.30 tonight on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Also here from several head coaches in this week's Student Athlete of the Week presented by UW Credit Union. All that and more all ahead as we're with you again until 8.30 tonight. I'm Alex Strofe with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios alongside the man, the myth, the legend, my right-hand man, my partner in crime, the dean of area high school sports, the dancing. Dennis Semra with me. Hi, Dennis. Back drinking hot chocolate on Friday night. Of course you are. We're inside, dude. It's like 80 well, degrees in here. I'm thinking of all my uh, peers out uh, in press boxes and sidelines that are freezing their, their butts off it's a in fair the rain. Point. It's a fair point. <laughs> here's here's to you, John Mason, State Journal. Yeah, there you go, our buddy John Mason, who we see out off. So we are officially in the quarterfinal stage of the high school football playoffs. Otherwise known as level three. Uh, uh, yeah, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> but it's beside the point. Level five. Yay, championship round. There right. you go. Right. We got eight teams left in every division. Uh so just to run you through quick, who is alive in division one? The local team is Wanakee. We'll hear from head coach Pat Rice looking to become the first coach in wisconsin state history to win a state title and not one not two but three different divisions with the same school as wanakee in division one for the first time this year they play a juggernaut though they host kimberly a three seed tonight in wanakee we'll check in with pat rice a bit later on the top of that bracket the winner of that game will play the winner of number one bayport my girlfriend went there and number six appleton north uh the one six matchup up in Green Bay at Bayport High School on the left side of the Division One bracket. On the right side, number one Arrowhead hosts number three Hamilton, and uh, I think Jesse Nelson's probably at the other game in Division One. Number one Muskego hosts number two McWanago. A battle of the the uh, the classic eight teams. What a game that one is. Yeah, if he was here, it'd be on Muskego all the time for an hour and a half, yeah, no two kidding. and a half hours, whatever. Yeah, you're spot on <laughs> so. with that. Spot, but he's proud of his alma mater, and he, as well he should be. Uh, we're going to get uh, a Muskego alum. We're going to get see tomorrow Hunter Waller. That's true. He's back in the mix. Back, back in the mix for the Badgers. Saw him as a sophomore in Muskego the first year in the state championship team and went, we got to get this guy. Yeah. we got to keep him in right. state. 
Right, and they did, and you they bet. did just that. First game since week one for safety Hunter Wooler for the Badgers. Back to the high school level, though. Division two games tonight. Number one, River Falls plays host to number three, West Pier in division number two. That game being played at UW River Falls Stadium. The winner of that game will play the winner of Homestead and and Kakana. How about a 5-6 matchup in level three, Dennis? That's unique. I think Monroe was uh, in, uh, I want to say, level uh, division three had a couple of teams like that. But uh, that's great. It means they show up. So you, you get a five seed. You think, okay, you're going to be on the road the rest of the way. All of a sudden, level three, hey, we're home. Wow. Right. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, other side of that bracket, Kettle Moraine, Sun Prairie East, the 1-2 matchup at Kettle Moraine. We'll hear from Sun Prairie East head coach Brian Kaminsky. We got a fist pump from Dennis Semra when I said Go that. Cardinals. Go Cardinals. Local team. And the winner of that game will play number the winner of number one, Brookfield Central. Number six, Burlington sneaks through over West Tosha Central last week. Uh, the highest scoring game in the state last week between West Tosha Central and Burlington, a final of 44-42. to 42. Yeah, get your calculators out for that one. It came down to the wire. 86, Dennis. 86. 86, you betcha. Brookfield Central, though, they scored 40 points, so could have another one. Yeah, no kidding. Let's go to Division Three, Dennis. Number one, Onalaska plays host to number three, Rice Lake. In Onalaska, the winner of that game will play the winner of number one, West Salem. And the seven seed is still alive. Green Bay, Notre Dame still alive. Taking on top seed at West Salem tonight on that side of the bracket. And on the other side, get your fist pump ready, Dennis. Number one, Monroe, the cheesemakers. Cheesers, go for it. Uh, Went for two last week and got it. Win 22-21 over the defending St. Champion, Pewaukee. The Pirates go down off of a two-point conversion. Uh, Monroe plays number three, West Bend East, down in Monroe tonight. And the winner of that game plays the winner of number four, New Berlin West, visiting number two, Port Washington in division number three of the WIAA playoffs. Hey, division four, number one, Columbus. Ah, 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 staying alive, staying alive are the Cardinals of Columbus. They play number two, Ellsworth, tonight, the winner of that game. Plays the winner of another number one and two matchup. A rematch of the regular season in the Northeastern Conference. Number one, Little Shoot. Hosts number two, the Freedom Irish. Our game that we will hear a little bit of tonight on our, from our sister station, 94.5 ESPN in Milwaukee. We'll also play some of the game here on 100.5 ESPN in Madison. Number one, Catholic Memorial. Plays host to number two, Lodi. We will hear from Lodi. Uh, head coach Dave Pulls coming up right after our next break. Catholic Memorial Lodi tonight, Dennis. That's an intriguing one. Catholic Memorial could probably win in any of the seven divisions, but Division Four matchup with Lodi and head coach Dave Pulls. Could they be the champion of two conferences? Yes. They've already beaten uh, Lakeside Lutheran. They've got Lodi, and if they make it to the finals, Columbus could be over there. They sure could. Wow. They sure could. Uh, and then the winner of that game will play number three, Two Rivers. I can't believe they got a three seed, Dennis. They outscored their opponents in the first four weeks of the season like 300 to 10. Two Rivers has been terrific. I was born in Two Rivers, for the record. So a uh, uh, little, little bias. My, oh, mom's, my so. mom's a teacher in Two Rivers, so okay. I got a little bias going on with the, the Raiders of Two Rivers. They play number one, Racine St. Catharines uh, tonight. But I think Two Rivers is going to win that game. Hot take from uh, Alex Strofe here in the high school football level. Uh, Division 5, number 4, Colby, 
visits number three Aquinas. That game played at UW Lacrosse. The winner of that game plays the winner of a one-two matchup. Number one Southern Door. Number two Kiwani the Storm. On the other side of the Division Five bracket, top-seeded Prairie Duchene plays host to number two Broadhead Judah. And the other game on that side of the bracket, number one Mayville. I went to school in Prairie Duchene my freshman year. Oh, so are you Prairie Duchene Campion was a private school no longer in existence. So are we cheering for Prairie Duchene so against I'm Broadhead Judah? Looking a little bit, yeah, I like that conference, but uh, Broadhead Judah's at a pretty strong team over the years so that that's going to be a fun game to watch the two teams combined for 94 points last week so we're looking for a defensive stop somewhere along the way in that one fair enough as we look at uh, mayville number one as i mentioned taking on number two racine lutheran a couple racine private schools still alive dennis yeah mayville oh they've been tough wow 26 nothing last week shout out oostberg uh that's a team I've been keeping on all year long. Uh, they finished up ranked number two in the Division Five poll, and uh, that was behind uh, who was number one? Number five? Hmm. I can't find it. What who are you looking for? Five? Number five in Division One. Oh, is that a team that got bumped up? Maybe it was uh, in the final poll here. I don't. Oh, Mayville was number one. Oh, that would make sense. No, they were number two. Oh, well, we'll find it. You're confusing the crap out of me, Dennis. i got to be honest. It's Friday night. (laughs) Drink your hot chocolate. And let me me tell everybody what's going on in Division 6. Number 1, Grantsburg playing host to number 2, Stratford. The winner of that game plays the winner of number 1, Coleman. And number 2, St. Mary Springs. All 1 and 2 seeds alive in Division 6. So the the computer got it right in this division. Uh, Number 1, Marshall. Local team playing host to number 2, Mondovi. And the winner of that game plays the winner of number one, Kenosha St. Joseph Catholic. And number two, Darlington in Division Redbirds. 6, the Redbirds. One division left. That's Division 7, the teams that are alive in that division. Number one, Regis plays host to number two, Edgar. Winner of that game plays the no- winner of number one, Pepin Alma. And number three, Banger going head-to-head tonight. How about the Illinois school, Warren, Illinois, the co-op with Blackhawk High School, the two-seed. Visiting number one, Cashton, and on the other side of their bracket, number one, Cambria, Friesland, host number two, Shyocton. Those are all the games on the scoreboard for week number three of the high school football playoffs. We will give you score updates as games kick off just a little under an hour from now, and we will also hear from some of the area high school coaches that are still alive. He's Dennis Semra. I'm Alex Strofe. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Couldn't read my own writing. Aquinas finished number one in Division Five. So it only side. took you so, about, what, three minutes yeah, to figure right. that out? Well, I was looking there. My, my buddy Todd Summerfeld over at the Lacrosse Tribune, Aquinas, West Salem, on Alaska. He's got his work cut off for him. Yeah, no kidding. Is he hitting all three tonight? Maybe, maybe two of them. If he's cloned himself, maybe. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, at least two of those teams could make it to uh, Camp Randall. Well, you don't need to clone yourself to get the best car in Madison. That's Zimbra Honda in Madison because for nearly 50 years, Zimbra Honda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbra Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If, if you are looking for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbra Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbraConda.com to search current inventory. Colin Russo, our producer tonight. Colin, stop yawning back there. We're <laughs> We're just getting started. The games haven't even kicked off yet. Wake up! 
He's they, got to take a little catnap. He's got. She's probably got a late night plan, doesn't he? Ah, you know, uh, yeah. College student. Uh, Friday night. Yeah, he got a Tinder match earlier today, but that's a different story for a different day. Uh, Zimbraconda's presentation of Brett Mania. Or is Thursday the best night? What's the best night to party now for Panison? Uh probably Thursday. Thursday night. Really? It's a Thursday Saturday school. So what'd you do last night? Uh <laughs> I just hung out with some friends. That was it. Caught up with the sleep. Yeah, I caught up with some homework sleep. So you, you, you were good last night, is what you're telling us. Yeah. I don't believe you. You don't have to believe me. <laughs> That's fine. We'll talk to Lodi head coach Dave Poles after this at Zimbrakata's presentation of Prep Mania. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Rolling on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Alex Stroke, the Dean, Dennis Semra hanging out with you. Excited to be joined now by the head coach of Lodi, Dave Poles, with us getting ready for the level three matchup at Catholic Memorial this week. Uh, Dave, appreciate the time and then some awesome success for you in the last two rounds. Big win over Platteville in level one and a big win over Conference Foot Lake Mills in level two. But getting ready for the big dog Catholic Memorial this week. I imagine you got to be itching at the surface ready for this one on Friday. <laughs> well, I think big dog is an understatement. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're getting ready for the uh, the the uh, the giant of the state. So um uh, we're going to do what we can. We're going to prepare the way way we always have, uh, you know, business as usual, and uh, go in there and uh, see what we got. Um, obviously, we know we're a big underdog, uh, and that's the way it is sometimes. Uh, but it is what it is, and we're just going to approach it and uh, get out there and compete and see what happens. Well, for you, this has been kind of an emotional year, Dave. We've talked a little bit in the last uh, well, a couple of months. A year ago at this time, your son was in a car accident, and now he's one of your star players. Uh uh, you want to talk about what happened? Well, um, it was the uh, it was the night after our scrimmage. We had Broadhead Judah up in Clinton and uh, Mosinee, and we hosted. And then the next night, uh, my son and a couple of his buddies decided to head down to the forest to go to Taco Bell. And then when they came back, my son decided to uh, not put his seatbelt on in the back seat. Um, they got off Highway 60 to come to Lodi, um, rear-ended a truck at 55 miles an hour, <clears throat> threw my son forward. Oh, Luckily, he didn't go through the windshield, but uh, um, he hit the front of the uh, of the uh, front seat, shattered the window, and uh, sliced his head open. Um, had uh, five different fractures in his back. Um, there was a couple between his rib cage, and then there was a couple up closer to the neck area. Um, so, uh, so needless to say, it was a nightmare. Um, and uh, when we got that call, um, you know, probably, obviously. Uh, Arguably one of the worst nights of my life, probably the worst night of my wife, my life, and uh, um, ended up at Children's Hospital. And thank God we have Children's Hospital uh, uh, down here in Madison. Uh, they were saviors, um, but he he was uh, he was uh, in basically immobilized for uh, you know three days straight, uh, trying to figure out doing MRIs. We had some of the best surgeons in the in the Midwest uh, looking at him, neuro neurospine surgeons and specialists. Um, and, uh, to find out whether they have to do surgery or not, um, he had all his movements and all his, uh, leg or all of his, uh, limbs and everything. So that was a great sign. Um, they decided not to do surgery. They didn't think that any of the fractures were enough that they would, uh, displace. So he was in a neck immobilization for 
about till about the middle of November or so. Then he was able to get out of that. Started with basketball. Started lifting weights a little bit again, and uh, kind of got back back into things. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's a nightmare, uh, and it was um, uh, one of those things that I would never wish on any parent ever. So he lost his sophomore year, and uh, he uh, he absolutely adores football, loves it, uh, lives and breathes it every day. Uh, but he made a, a commitment to get back to it, and um, he was uh, super excited about playing this year. I was excited, and it just put everything in a new perspective here this year with every game. Uh, in my mind, obviously we want to get the kids ready and we want to, we want to prepare to win, but having him out there with his 22 friends from his junior class playing ball, uh, doing well, um, every day that we walked away from that football field on practice or Friday nights, my son was healthy. The other kids were healthy. It was it was just a blessing. And uh, you know the wins and losses came came secondary uh, this year. Uh, but uh, just an amazing uh, amazing uh, young man. I couldn't be more proud of him. And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's really showing up something something fierce this year with without having that sophomore year of uh, experience. Wow. Thanks for sharing that, Dave. That's yeah. an incredible story. And, and Brady has had such a terrific year. He, he's your leading tackler defensively, your second leading rusher offensively. So just an amazing story, and we really appreciate you sharing that. The uh, the the first game or the first day you saw him on the field had to be one of the most emotional days you had. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, I almost get teary thinking about it right now. I tell you, uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's just unbelievable, man. I I just can't can't tell you how proud I am of him and just how thankful I am that um, that it worked out. What kind of impact do you think that had on the rest of the guys? You know, a lot of times trying to get guys to work and and you know the dog days in August and now as the season goes on, but to have a teammate like that uh, be an inspiration. Oh, it was a huge inspiration. Uh, you know, he had four of his uh, buddies in the car with him. Um, one, two, um, all three of the kids that are in, were in the car with him that year, uh, ended up starting at some point last year. He would have started for us at fullback last year. And then with a couple injuries, he would have been at linebacker for us as a sophomore as well. Uh, and he's got a class uh, that's been tight knit, this junior class of 23 kids. Uh, I've been coaching these kids in T-ball, fast pitch, um, uh, youth basketball, <laughs> you name it. You, you uh, I've been helping and coaching these kids since, uh, they were, knee high to a grasshopper and uh, uh, real good friends with all their parents. And just, it's, it's the most tight knit group of young men that I've ever coached in 18 years. Uh, they do everything together. They, they will, they will cancel dates with their girlfriends so that they can hang out together. That's how, that's how much they love each other. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> that's amazing. Dave Poles, the head coach of Lodi with us. Uh, well, other things they do together is pound the freaking rock, Dave, because your team's been incredibly successful at doing that this year. I'm not very good at math, but I think we're in the ballpark of about 2,600 rushing yards on the air for, for uh, your team this year, uh, led by Mason Lane, who's just been terrific on the ground, about 1,400 yards, 20 touchdowns, heading into level three of the playoffs. What has worked so well for you on the ground? Because uh, it seems like nobody can stop you. Well, I'll tell you, um, it starts with Mason Lane. It starts with the offensive line. Um, Mason, you know, is a thousand plus, thousand plus guy rushing and, and receiving, and unfortunately, uh, that doesn't get you any notoriety because uh, you're not, you didn't throw for enough to get all conference, and you didn't didn't rush, and you're not a running back, so I couldn't put him in. A, I mean, I, he's arguably the third third best running back in our in our conference, but I couldn't put him up for that. Uh, so he's an unselfish kid. He's a leader of the team. 
Um, he, uh, uh, it, it, it just it, unbelievable work ethic, um, the way he takes care of his body. He, he counts his calories. He counts everything. He is constantly rehabbing and prehabbing. Um, he is just a health nut, uh, and it shows. And uh, um, so starting with him, that, that was a big thing. And then um, we had, um, you know, we lost Lucas Hayrell from last year and Jalen Montgomery from last year. Brady is a fullback, H-back, tight end type of kid. But we just told him, hey, we gotta we gotta have you learn tailback. We you know the the, the cover's a little bare, uh, and then we got another one of his friends from his class, Kyler Clemens, who who shared the ball as well. And we had a sophomore coming up, but he had a broken hand until a couple of weeks ago, couldn't play. So uh, we had to just kind of uh, mix and match some guys in there and make some things happen. Uh, but uh, um, but yeah, um, everything that we do goes through that offensive line and and the uh, the uh, dedication they've had in the weight room over the past year and. Uh, um, and then with our tight end, Jace Kalinske, I mean, you know, he's arguably one of the best tight ends in our in our conference, if not the area. And, uh, you know, just a lot of really, really good players out there this year. So we didn't get a lot of notoriety uh, in conference, uh, but we're in level three, and uh, we got picked to finish fifth in our conference. So we feel pretty good about that. Yeah, no kidding. You'll take a 9-2 and two season right now, right, Coach? Yeah, uh, you who, bet. Who are, you want to give some love to the line? Who, who are those offensive linemen for you? Who's starting? Well, I've got, uh, got uh, four, four juniors, uh, Henry Keppen, Josh Klon, Nick Week, and um, who am I forgetting here? i got Preston and Nick and – oh, and Ben Lechucky, uh at center. So, uh, so we only have one senior on the offensive line, so uh, so that's a good thing. And uh, um, our tight ends, obviously, Jace Kalinske, like I said before. But, uh, but and then our fullback crew, Clemens, Kyler Clemens' brother, man, he's been doing a great job at H back, sniffer back, whatever you want to call it, all kinds of different names for that position nowadays. Uh, I like fullback because that's what I played, so I like to refer to it as fullback. But, uh, um, but yeah, just a good group of kids, and our receivers are doing a nice job. Uh, Keegan Fleshman's one of our leaders. He's one of the seniors on our team. He was a honorable mention all all conference quarterback last year. Was our second leading rusher last year. Um, we decided to go with Mason. Talked with Keegan about it. Keegan became a unbelievable defensive back, punt return man, and receiver for us. Uh, just this is the most ultimate team, unselfish team I've ever had. Nobody is in this thing for themselves. They're in it for each other. Talking with Dave Poles, head coach of Lodi, wrapping up uh, a couple more things with him. And, you know, we always ask, or at least I should say Dennis always asks head coaches, so I'm going to steal <laughs> I'm gonna steal this question. Uh, keys to the game is something Dennis always emphasizes. So I'm curious, Dave, as you go into Catholic Memorial, he said big dog might be an understatement, which is hilarious. But, uh, you know, what what are your keys to the game? What are, you, what are you guys emphasizing in practice this week leading up to this level three matchup at Carroll University on Friday? Well, we've we've got to we've got to find a way uh, to control a little bit of of the ground game, which is a, a huge uphill task, as everyone knows uh, uh, from their uh, the way they run the ball. Uh, but uh, if we can, you know, if we can get a few stops, if we can force in the punt, they don't punt much. I mean, we had a lot of film, and uh, they we've probably got about five punts that we've seen so far. Uh, but uh, when we do get the ball. We have to have sustained drives. We have to move the chains, and we got to end in points. If we want to have any hope of, of even hanging around and staying with those guys, um, they're that good. I mean, they got multiple Division One kids on that team. 
and and they're coached really extremely well. Scott Rice is over there. I didn't even know that. I saw him on the roster, uh, and obviously, they're uh, Bill Young, the head coach, uh, is is a is a Hall of Famer, obviously, and uh, just just a uh, just a great great team. But yeah, we need to slow the ball down. Uh, we need to slow the clock down. We need to stay on the field as long as we can on offense, uh, and then we have to hope that there's a few chances and. We talk to the kids. They're like, if you get your hands for an interception or you get a chance for a fumble, you have to have it. Or every time you don't get it, the percentage chance of us winning goes down more and more and more. And we were real honest with the kids. We we said this is a David and Goliath fight, man. It's this is not. There's nobody betting us, and they beat a lot of really awesome teams. Maybe we can beat them one time out of thirty times we play them. But maybe maybe Friday night will be the night. I don't know. You know, I mean. Uh, but regardless of what happens. I just want our kids to compete to the very end and uh, not not give in, not give up, show what they got, and, uh, you know, be proud of everything they've done. And maybe maybe if the ball bounces the right way, maybe maybe we'll be in it at the end. Who knows? You got a uh, fan bus. Uh, what's the uh, support been like for your, your kids this year from the community? Support's been awesome. Uh, we've had a lot of games. We've got a great group of parents that are following with the games uh, this year. I mean, uh, Waukesha, Carroll University is only about an hour and 20 minutes away, so it should be a, a decent crowd again. A lot of people are, are looking forward to, to watching the game. And, you know, I told the kids, I said, hey, regardless, you might be playing out there with kids that are, might, you might be watching on Saturdays in Division One football. I mean, there's three kids that are getting, that are Power Five, uh, getting recruited Power Five right now on that team and there's going to be more coming up and i said there might be a couple kids that that get a cup of coffee and might play on sundays and you can look back and say i played against these guys one time you know maybe you tackled Corey. if you tackle Corey once and Corey goes on to success man you can say i tackled that kid once so there's so many great things about this and and honestly going into the season and being picked fifth uh, only having five seniors on the team um and and nobody giving us a chance Level three is just, it's its a godsend. It's absolutely amazing. Phenomenal stuff from Dave Poles, the head coach of Lodi. Dave, uh, my understanding is uh, you're getting ready for an all-region meeting and you're a little bit early to the restaurant. Is that my understanding as we talk to you here on Wednesday? That is correct. I just saw uh, Kleinheinz from Marshall. He just got out of his truck. He's walking in and Matthias is here somewhere. Well, go say hi to Matt for us. We talked to him last week and uh, get a burger or something. But we appreciate the time, Dave. Best of luck Friday against Catholic Memorial. We'll be watching. Anytime, gentlemen. Thank you for covering us, and thanks for giving uh, Lodi a little shout-out. Appreciate it. We love doing it, Dave. Thanks to Dave Poles, the head coach of Lodi, getting ready for his matchup just 30 minutes away against Catholic Memorial, which you'll hear a bit of right here on 100.5 ESPN. But we, I said to Dave, we'll be watching. That's because you can do it for free on WisconsinOnDemand.com, the Wisconsin On Demand app. Just click Watch Live, and you'll be able to watch Catholic Memorial and Lodi, a Division Four Level Three matchup. Hey, Stoughton Health provides comprehensive and compassionate care to the Stoughton community and the entire Madison area, from their sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to their renowned ortho team with Dr. Ravel. Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health, creating excellence together. Dennis and I got to talk a little high school football, don't we? So we're going to do that next. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolling on on your Friday night. 
about 20 minutes from kickoff for level three of the high school football playoffs here in the state of Wisconsin. We are brought to you in part by the GRB Academy, which is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training goals and schedule this winter with position player programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, power development camps, and all the in-betweens. Reach your potential at the 52,000-square-foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility at the GRB Baseball Academy. Go to grbacademy.com. That's the letters grbacademy.com for more information. It's Simbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Alex Rofe alongside the Dean, Dennis Semrau at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Dennis, you look like you got a lot on your mind tonight. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> your microphone on would work <laughs> no, a lot better. Not having headphones on this time. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help. Well, the We're headphones don't freaking work. Uh, your microphone's not working. Everything's falling apart. It's Just Friday. like the weather outside. Everybody's getting rained on in the high school football playoffs tonight. What it's, a mess. It's not Friday the 13th by any chance, is it? No. Uh, no, just the 4th. Still November, which is wild. Now, to be a, to be uh, a uh, up-and-coming baseball player and have a GRB. I mean, I always, growing up, we'd make up games in the basement side and you know, anything with baseball, swinging a bat and you know, try to get in a gym once in a while in the winter. It was hard enough trying to get time for basketball, a little baseball now. Oh, man, I'm just I'm jealous of those kids. I don't blame you. Hey, uh, what game intrigues you the most tonight, Dennis, in the Wisconsin high school football landscape? What game really sticks out to you? Like a Well, it, it's got to be the Kimberly-Wanakee game because I covered Kimberly state championships. We called a number of those games. And um, I've seen all seven of Pat Rice's championship games, either working for the Cap Time State Journal now with, with ESPN. And you talk about the Blue Blood Bowl. This is it. You know, for a level three game, it's just like the other on the other side down is Muskego and McGuanago. I mean, that's a championship game. Sun Prairie uh, playing Kettle Moraine, that's a championship game. And we're only in level three. It does, just tells you how the quality of some of the opponents we have in the playoffs and once you get past that first game everybody's really good so you sometimes it's just flip a coin uh, a bad pass a drop punt you know a muff here or there that could be the difference in it uh we, we talked to dave poles yeah is there a bigger dave than goliath well david <laughs> dave poles you should know right you're getting the, the big of big dogs uh, but on a, on a night like tonight, I remember some of the games over the years, Wanakee to Force have had just this tremendous rivalry. But it seemed like every year Mike Minnick, the coach of DeForest, would have a game plan to beat Wanakee. Something with the weather or something would get in the way and affect it. And now tonight, uh, you know, passing teams that, you know, live and die, Sun Prairie, Jerry Kaminsky, it could be a tough night throwing the ball, you know, depending on what the weather is. And not just the rain, it's the wind. You get that wind going crossways. You know, this is where you start getting punts that go 10 yards forward and 20 yards backwards. Uh, just never know. But if you're still playing at this point of the season, they're all great games. But the Wanakee one, that's the one. Uh, 
If you didn't show up at 4 o'clock and save a seat, you probably aren't getting in the stadium. Well, I just tonight. saw a picture. I think the weather held some people off. The stand's still pretty empty, at least as of about 10 minutes ago. I saw from Chris Doyle of the Wisconsin State Journal. Probably sitting in their cars just waiting avoiding for the, the rain. Dash. Right. Right. And then once the once the game kicks off, then you're right in your seats oh, and you're getting wet. Travis, you just have to do Travis it. Wilson tra- uh, tweeted from the, the Muskego-McGuanagall game. All the heavy stuff here. Remember <laughs> the the line from Caddyshack. Oh, I don't think the heavy stuff's coming for quite a while yet. <laughs> well, it's here right now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We saw it earlier today here in the Madison area. It looks like it's holding off a little bit, but I think the Badgers are going to get some of that tomorrow oh, morning. yes. Good luck. As well. Hey, the team at Nations Lending Monona finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing your home loan, they've got your back. They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership, from drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues. Because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Only 18 minutes away from our game of the week, which we'll hear some of tonight. Where we're gonna we're gonna go in and out of the game between Catholic Memorial and Lodi out east on the eastern part of the southeastern part of the state. Gatesel, Greg Gamolski on the call of that one on our sister station 94.5 ESPN, and our guy Hunter Vaughn is there running the video stream, which you can watch for free at WisconsinOnDemand.com. Come. Oh, I hope they got him in the press box and he's not outside in this mess. Well, he's got a laptop and a camera. I sure hope he's in the press oh, box. please. Remember Mc, Mick uh, Farland last year? Oh, Jesse yeah. oh, Jesse hasn't forgiven us for that one yet. No. Nope. And that was a year ago. There's a reason we haven't been back to McFarland <laughs> since then, if I had to guess. <laughs> Having to be outside? Uh-uh. Poor guy. Poor guy. What other games? Obviously, Muskego, McWanago, probably the game of the week in the state, right? Well, out, West Bend East really did a number last week on Mount Horvarnaville. I was kind of surprised yeah, by that score. Yeah. You know, they drive two hours, and then uh, they were ready for, you know, loaded for bear. But Monroe, the cheesemakers, that's a game where they can, you know, last week the two-point conversion got them the win, but they cannot afford to get more than a score or two behind because uh, it's pretty much ground cheese, a cheesemaker. If they can run the ball 50 times and not even have to put it in the air, they'll do that. But if you get down, and uh, they were able to get some some key passes on that stretch. Uh, JTC Greaves is playing with the Badgers now. Last year we saw what damage he did down the stretch uh, when they were playing Edgewood trying to you know play for the conference title. So Monroe's got that passing game, but if you don't use it, and if the weather then comes into play and you're not used to going in the air, you know, they say all those negative things that can happen, fumble, interception. Uh, but I like the Cheesemakers, the fact they got a home game. Uh, bodes pretty well for them. True that. He's Dennis Semmer. I'm Alex Strofe. Prep Mania brought to you by Electrolyte, the best beverage for premium hydration. If you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need a pick-me-up, Electrolyte, the answer and the drink for you. As a natural sweetener, sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than other leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. Kimberly Wanakee is the game on Dennis Semrau's mind. So we're going to talk to Wanakee head coach Pat Rice next. Pat Rice, legend, looking to become the first state, or first coach rather, in Wisconsin state history to win a state title in three different divisions with the same team as Wanakee in Division One this year. They take on Kimberly and Wanakee tonight. We'll talk to Pat Rice right after this at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania.
Condis presentation of Pretmania right here on 100.5 ESPN, ESPN app and Wisconsin on demand. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau. As we get you ready for level three of the high school football playoffs, we are honored to be joined by a guy who hasn't lost in about a decade, it seems. Uh, the head coach of Wanakee, Pat Rice, joins us now. Pat, we really appreciate the time. And uh, Division One this year, but, but still a lot of success for you through the first two levels of the playoffs. How have things been going over in the only Wanakee in the world? Well, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it's been going good. It's uh, uh, We're excited about where we're at and uh, looking forward to uh, getting this one going. Well, you look at uh, you guys got Kimberly this week. Going back to 2000, 17 of the 20 years, either Kimberly or Wanakee has been in the finals. They have seven titles. You have five in that span. You got seven overall. This is a blue blood blow, a bowl, right? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're a great program, no question. So it, it's, uh, it's really going to be something um, getting to match up with them again. When's the last time you, you Wanakee and Kimberly saw each other in football? Is this a first-time matchup? I'm not exactly sure on the history no, no. of this series. Yeah, we played them in the state championship game in 2009. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was the end of their three-peat quest and the beginning of our uh, three-peat. So, yeah, we had uh, a kind of an overlap there. Yeah, that's right. You had that run, and then uh, after that, then they had a five-year run. Actually, was it a five? Yeah, they, well, they, they went D2, and then they had that run in D1. And you had the record. I think you'd shared the record with <clears throat> Manitowoc for most wins, and then they went by. So, uh, I mean, when you get to this time of year, everybody's good. But this is yeah. this is championship-caliber game. Yeah, no, no question. They're, they're a, a very good program, and, uh, you know, we're, we've gotten a lot better since – you know, the beginning of the year, our, our young guys have really embraced uh, kind of the details of what we do, and um, yeah, it's a, it's an exciting time. Now you look back, uh, well, the all-conference teams, uh, Alex just got a copy yesterday, on the first team offense and defense, all but one position are Wanakee and Sun Prairie East. <laughs> so you know how uh, both your programs had outstanding years, but you've got some players that have really stepped up, and uh, it's uh, fun to see from a recruiting standpoint who's getting offers and whatever. Your tight end, Robert Booker, uh, has uh, just had a phenomenal year for you, and I think when we talked before, you said his improvement from day one to now has been tremendous. Yeah, he's just more comfortable uh, with everything, the schemes and the, 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 like I mentioned before, the details of what we're doing. And he's just been uh, a tremendous leader, and and uh, you know, really, you know, his progression has been outstanding. He's a hardworking kid, so it doesn't surprise us. Talking with Wanakee head coach Pat Rice here on Zibraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. And, Pat, I, I joked at the beginning, but it's been a long time since the last time your team lost. It was all the way back in the 2019 state championship game. You know, and we always talk about the Wanakee success. Obviously, you're a Hall of Fame coach. But what is it about this year's group that's that's been so successful? I mean, you guys have had some tough matchups. Talk about, you know, you, you beat Middleton last week in level two of the playoffs, but you played them earlier in the year, and they gave you a tough tough run for your money. But every week's been a win. What's What's it been about this year's group, Pat, that makes them so special? You know, I just think we we try to stay in the moment. We understood the front end of our schedule was really tough, and we were able to get through that and, and gain experience and get to the other side. And, uh, you know, we just 
really have tried to improve each day. Um, you know, we had some younger kids, some inexperienced kids um, that really have uh, embraced the process, and, and they just keep getting better and, uh, uh, you know, playing faster and playing with more confidence. And, uh, you know, all three phases, our ORD, our special teams, have really made some some really, really solid improvements. I'm proud of the kids and the way they've they've embraced the the you know, kind of the journey and kind of staying in the moment of that week. And, um, you know, that's been our recipe. Well, defense has always been a strong point. I, I looked at the all-conference team. Co-defensive players of the year, Tommy Ramish, a former UW Credit Union student athlete, our first one of the year. It's good to see he's had a great year for you. He sure has. Yeah. And then uh, Wade sure. Bryan, and then also the defensive lineman of the year, Caden Ellis. How big have those three been uh, just leading the pack for you? You know, Caden is, and, and Tommy were returning guys, and, and we really thought they would be the foundation of what we did. Wade, we could see Wade doing some really nice things last year uh, in the playoff run. He was, you know, a kid on the scout team working against the Dosler kid that's had it. Just really, we could see that, uh, you know, he, he was extremely talented. So, yeah, those three guys and really our entire defensive unit um, has played well this year. Um, you know, just the, the number of guys, you can't do it alone, but they certainly were the foundation of, of where we started. And I think uh, uh, we've got a number of other guys that have, have really stepped up and, and done well. But they're, you know, Tommy <clears throat> handles a lot of the, the, you know, he's the quarterback of the defense and really handles a lot of our checks and our automatics and some of the things we do. Um, so he's he's been tremendous. And Caden is just, uh, um, just a uh, – fantastic defensive lineman uh, in terms of block reaction and, and kind of uh, his his feet and just the kind of athlete he is. And Wade off the edge has done, you know, some phenomenal things. I think he's got 16, 17 sacks and um, just uh, really an explosive kid. So, those, yeah, those three guys have really had great years along with their teammates. Uh, you know, you can't do it alone for sure in the way our scheme's set up. So it's been uh, – it's our, our defense has uh, really played well all year. You look at uh, this will be the first time you're competing in Division One. Now, I understand with some switches, you could be back in D2 next year. But uh, how do the kids embrace that? And wh- how did you deal with the uh, – hey, we can make some history here, guys. We've won titles in three and two. And now this is, the, as they say, the big boy division, even though – uh, arguably, the last decade, Division Two is probably even tougher than <laughs> Division One. Yeah, you know, it's kind of controlling the controllables. We didn't, you know, it is it is what it is in terms of what division you fall in, and we didn't really want to make a big deal out of any of it. We just wanted to to play the next game on the schedule and prep for that the way we we typically do. Um, so there wasn't a lot of, you know, kind of anxiety or whatever about what division we were in we knew we were going to get good teams in in either division and we knew it was kind of up to us to control what we could control which is getting ready for that week and and making sure that we were we were sound in what we were doing so you know it it was uh, obviously a change but we just we kind of looked at it as what's the next game and what do we have to do but the biggest thing is you go out and you go nine and zero. You get a number one seed. You got three home games possibly, and that's where you're at right now. Your third home game in three weeks. Yeah, that's that was huge. Um, you know, just to to play the way we played throughout the year. Um, you know, and certainly playing at Warrior Stadium has been a, a 
a good thing over the years and our kids are excited and it's comfortable and all the all the different things that uh that you know go into it but uh yeah we you know we we earned that during the year and it's it's obviously a, a, a big thing to be able to uh handle it at home and and try to try to you know gain the home field advantage and the crowd and the you know facilities here for us is is kind of routine so it certainly doesn't hurt is there a big difference playing up in Division One, Pat, or is it still? I mean, other than maybe the visiting crowd being larger, but or is it just still football? I mean, what, what's what's the view as you, as you move up to D one here this year? Is is there much of a difference than years past? Yeah, we uh, not not really. I mean, obviously there's good teams, and and as Dennis mentioned before, there's there's been good teams in Division Two. Uh, there's no bargains anywhere at this point because you're you're playing solid teams. So I, you know. A, you don't really notice it. You're just, as I've mentioned, prepping for that week's game and, and kind of trying to stay, stay focused on, on that. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's, there's really good teams in both divisions. There was really good teams when we were back in division three years ago. Um, and we just, we've tried to de-emphasize that and, and really talk to our kids about who we're playing and what we have to do to try to be successful. Have you, and the other teams that are remaining, have you played any of those teams before? Bayport, Appleton North, then the North, uh, Arrowhead, Hamilton, Muskego, or McGuanago. Have you ever seen those teams through the years? Um, not really. I mean, we've obviously we talked about playing Kimberly before, you know, and that was a long time ago, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Um, the other ones, no. I mean, we've, we've played some JV games, lower level games against uh, Muskego. Uh, Ryan McMillan, uh, one of our former players and coaches, is, is the athletic director there, and we've, you know, had a couple of games uh, at times with those guys. But uh, no, we really haven't seen any of them. That'd be fun, right? To have him on the other yeah. side, <laughs> uh, your former players uh, over yeah. as the AD. Yeah, it'd be uh, an interesting matchup. He's, you know, he's done a great job with Muskego. I, I know all those programs. You know, we've followed. You know, if you follow high school football, you re- respect how good all of those teams that you just listed are. And, um, you know, we, we don't get too far in front of ourselves. We just kind of, like I said, try to play the next one and uh, and survive that. So, uh, but, you, yeah, there's certainly solid programs all the way across the board. Yeah, one team you're not going to see, though, but is solid. Catholic Memorial and your brother <laughs> Scott's the offensive line coach there. You guys talk it all during the season, a little football. Uh, I mean, you got your circle; he's got his. But uh, yeah, you go back and forth, and uh, you give him any advice, or he's giving you any, or you know, what's what, what's kind of the in-season relationship like? Yeah, it's we're both really busy, so you know, we'll we'll break off a call and text and all that stuff. But uh, honestly, he's worrying about his thing there, and I'm really proud of him and and uh, what they've been able to accomplish. And I know Coach Young does a great job there. And so, you know, there is a little bit of that, but I'd say more more get-together holidays, kind of rehashing the seasons and, you know, kind of that, that type of thing versus, um, you know, in-season, it's, it's kind of short. And there's some exchanges, um, but not, not, as, not as much because he's busy and we're busy. Do you stay on time, though? At the What's deer, deer stand time, though. Uh, after? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If, if we get, you know, depending on how that works out, sometimes it works out pretty good, and, and sometimes it's more Thanksgiving time based on different family schedules and whatnot. <laughs> so, 
it, it's not as guaranteed as when we were younger. I can guarantee, you know, I can tell you that. But uh, you know, anytime I get to spend with with you know Scott and Todd and Jeff uh, is is awesome time. So it you know it, it uh, we we kind of try to beg, borrow, or steal. Spend more hacking around a golf course lately than it has been uh, <laughs> not not during the fall obviously but during the summer we we kind of get out there a little bit more than the, the hunting the hunting is too hard for us nowadays yeah we're all getting a little bit older but uh the next yeah. generation though <laughs> you have three daughters and they're all into education teaching and coaching yeah how's that been and uh the, the the dad mentoring i know i i coach my daughter at the youth level and yeah. you know you can butt heads a little bit at times, but how how are the three? Uh, how are they all doing? And I'm sure you're the proud dad watching them from afar. I am. Molly's down at Darlington. She's doing great. And, um, Mandy is here at Wanakee, and Morgan is is at McFarland. And so I'm really uh, proud about you know all all three of them. They they work hard and they've done a a great job as far as uh, um, you know, kind of staying in it. I at times I didn't know that they would be, but they they enjoy uh, working with kids and I think they've, they've all landed in places that they've uh, enjoyed and excelled at. Um, you know, Morgan does a little bit more of the basketball stuff. Mandy has been uh, tennis and softball and Molly has been golf and softball. So I have a lot of, a lot of activities to watch when I get time. Uh, and it's, it, they make me proud and they've done a, a, a really good job. So it's, it's been fun to watch. That's awesome. I'm sure they'll win a hundred uh, games in a row now, just like uh, just like pops. Uh, you know, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, pops, uh, yeah, Dad sets the uh, high standard there. For yeah, us. no kidding. <laughs> Hall of Famer. That's that's not easy yeah. to top. But Wanakee, Kimberly, the level three yeah. game this Friday night in Wanakee. Pat, last thing for me is is obviously looking ahead, just a couple wins away from getting back to the camp c- Camp Randall Stadium. What's the message been to the team uh, this week? As Dennis mentioned, you know, it's it's a blue blood matchup between Wanakee and Kimberly. Yeah, the message has been just to, to really focus on what we're trying to do this week. And, and obviously, we have so much respect for Kimberly and the job that they have and the kids that they have. So we've really just tried to stay in the moment. I know it all sounds very cliche, but again, you know, sometimes when you get into into this kind of tournament atmosphere, you get, you know, looking ahead or looking, you know, at different things. And we just really have tried to emphasize staying in the moment uh, getting all three phases of our, our game plan uh, in and where the kids are, are executing and playing fast. So, um, you know, that's that's really been the message is, is you know, kind of about that moment and, and that day and, and trying to get better and, and trying to prep the way we need to prep. So that's that's really been there is no secret sauce. It's just been trying to stay stay dialed in. Yeah, maybe it's cliche, but one week at a time is very real. It's a real mindset this time of year. Pat, we, we appreciate the time as always, and, and best of luck the rest of the way. Hoping to see you down the road at Camp Randall Stadium. Thanks as always, awesome. my friend. Awesome. Thank you guys very much for covering high school sports. We really appreciate it. And as I always say, we love doing it. That's Pat Rice, head coach of Wanakee High School. Their game officially underway against Kimberly in Wanakee. Wanakee starting with the ball, but that game just underway. We'll keep you posted on that score and all the scores around the state throughout tonight. Hey, big trailers and big opportunities available at Stoughton Trailers in their 60th year. Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers, and their customers want more. Immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. We will uh, 
try to do a scoreboard rundown. Some games delayed, including Catholic Memorial and Lodi will start in about 20 minutes, a 7:25 kickoff, which you can watch on Wisconsin On Demand. We'll check in on that game once that one gets underway. Wanakee Kimberly is underway and some other games across the state underway. We'll check in on those next. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania with you until 8.30 tonight right here on ESPN Madison. The biggest games. A perfect season complete. The Wanakee Warriors are your state champions in Division II. The most compelling stories. 50 years for Title IX. That's incredible. And this is the 50th anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Here, I promise, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolling on on your Friday night. Games beginning to kick off. Woohoo! That's just not the case for Lodi and uh, Catholic Memorial as they get ready uh, to kick off about 15 minutes from right now. It looks like Dennis. He's Dennis Semrau. I'm Alex Strofe. It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. We are brought to you in part by our friends at... If I can find drum my binder, roll, please. drum roll, please. Nations Lending Monona finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back as they'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership. From drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues because that's how they help you home go to nationsmadison.com to get started today nations lending home loans made human he's dennis summer i'm alex strofe all right dennis um the rain kind of attacking half the state right now so some of these games are delayed uh wanakee and kimberly has kicked off and kettle moraine leads sun prairie six to zero just two minutes into the game well, Sun Prairie's had a couple of uh, uh, slow starts. There are two losses. Wanakee McGuanago, that's what happened. And they had to prevent that tonight, see if they can bounce back. Maybe that was the opening kickoff, and now they'll get the uh, get a chance to counter. Yeah, they will get the chance to counter as they have the ball. Wanakee and Kimberly, I have not seen. Hey, nice rhyme there on accident. I have not seen a score update. Now I have Kimberly, 7 Wanakee three. Wanakee has the football back in the first quarter. A 39-yard field goal gave Wanakee the lead, but Kimberly responds with a touchdown just six minutes in to the opening quarter. Elsewhere in the state, Bayport on top of Appleton North 6-0 to right now. So just some of the scores from across the area in Division One. A reminder, the winner of Wanakee, Kimberly, will take on the winner of Bayport, Appleton North. That's why I'm giving you that score. What else we got going on in the area, Dennis? Bayport and Wanakee, the only two teams to beat Middleton this year. Middleton lost to them in non-conference. And there you lost go. to uh, Wanakee last week in a close one. So that's all. And they ended up with a five seed. Go Columbus up on Ellsworth just three minutes in. 7-0 to zero the score there. Columbus in front. So what time did Ellsworth leave today? Noon? <laughs> probably. That's a, yeah, that's, a, that's a little bit of a, a, little bit of a drive. They're probably sleepy. 
But uh, our buddy Mike Tronson, who you hear on ESPN Beaufort Dam at that game tonight. So he's keeping us posted. Oh, make it 14-0. Another touchdown for Columbus. Uh, so the Cardinals are rolling on their home field here in level three. They'll play the winner of Little Shoot and Freedom. Get you that score update as soon as we can. Yeah, I like the Cardinals' chances. Uh, boy, I tell you, Little Shoot, though, they're top-seeded. So far, they've knocked off Winnicani, but did not correct 250 yards of offense. Um, so, uh, I don't know. That uh, You're looking at Division Four. right away you say, oh, it's Catholic Memorials, but anything can happen. Yeah. Hey, Colin Russo, what's your favorite high school in the state of Wisconsin? You're a Connecticut guy. What's your favorite high school in the state of Wisconsin? I've seen the most of Sun Prairie East. And their mascot is what? What's their mascot? Cardinals. Yeah, nice job. Ding, ding, ding. We got a winner. Uh, Cardinals is the is the answer, okay. Dennis. Do you know the answer to that question? Sun Prairie East mascot? Yeah, Cardinals. Good yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Not, not, not the Wolves. The Cardinals. No, that's the West. That's that's West. Oh, man, we have fun around here. A lot of Cardinals. We? Most popular in the state. All right, we still got to hear from Sun Prairie East. Speaking of which, uh, Colin Russo, we got to hear from Sun Prairie East head coach Brian Kaminsky, which we will do next because... We're waiting for a Catholic Memorial in Lodi, our game of the week, to kick off. So we'll get to that once that kicks off. We also have to hear from Brian Kaminsky. But, hey, got to tell you about our friends over at the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, which is Madison's favorite tradition since 1994. Craft beer, pub food. It's delicious. I've been there three times in the last week. i got to admit it. I'm not even kidding. I was there yesterday. I was there Monday. I was there Saturday. I've been spending a lot of time at the Great Dane. Uh, they got Wing Wednesdays. They've got mug clubs. They've got uh, a Thanksgiving dinner coming up. Uh, on Thanksgiving, they got take-home meals and a buffet at two uh, of their four locations. Two of them take-home meals, two of them doing the buffet. All great stuff. Go to their website.com to find a pub near you. Sun Prairie's Cardinals head coach, Brian Kaminsky, joins us next right here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. You're listening to 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Presentation of Prep Mania rolling on on your Friday. Alex Grove, the Dean, Dennis Semra, hanging out with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Joined now by the head coach of Sun Prairie East. Still getting used to saying East on that. Brian Kaminsky with us now as they get ready for their level three matchup at Kettle Moraine uh, here on Friday. Brian, we appreciate the time as always, my friend. Your team has won eight in a row, as has seemed to really figure it out here in the last two months. Uh, been a very successful season once again for the Cardinals, despite adding the East to your name. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's uh, it's been a little bit of a challenge. I can't lie in that putting into two schools, right? Uh, I think sometimes people forget that because we're the Cardinals, they kind of assume that we were all together last year. And uh, you know, someone asked in the off season, "Well, what do you have coming back? What, what do you lose?" I think, "Well, we lost all of our seniors plus half of everybody else." <laughs> you know, we showed up for the first day. We showed up the first day for our contact day, and I, I remember going to the guys and said, "Where's everybody?" Everyone, we're here. And I'm like, there's no way. And I looked down, I'm like, oh, gosh, yeah, we are all here. You know, we're just used to some bigger numbers. But it's, it's been a, a fun journey, uh, one that we don't want it to end. But uh, it, it's had its own ups and downs and its own challenges. But so proud of the kids, uh, our student athletes. I couldn't imagine. Um, here you are, best friends with somebody all the way through and playing with them since fourth grade. And then all of a sudden, you're split for your senior year. I think that'd be a, a tough deal. And then you, get to, then you have to play one another. But, 
you know, as we know, kids are, are young kids or are, are young adults, I guess, are, are pretty resilient and they've handled it very well. Yeah, you look at uh, the schedule, which you've done, you've had a running clock every game since the Wanakee game. And uh, so it's tough from an all-conference standpoint, you know, getting recognition when your kids don't play a lot. I looked at the all-conference team, first and second team, all but one player from Wanakee and Sun Prairie East. That pretty much says that you dominated the conference this year. And what did you learn from that game with Wanakee? You shut them out in the second half, I remember. Uh, what did you learn from that one that helped kind of pave the way for the rest of the season? Yeah, you know, in that one and the McGuanagall game, we got we got down early. Uh, we felt we shot, shot ourselves in the foot with some turnovers. But uh, against two quality opponents, uh, McGuanagall and Wanakee are two of the best teams around and two of the best programs around. And, uh, you know, we had to make a few uh, adjustments, and uh, and our kids were able to do that in both those games. And, uh, you know, we closed into a one-score game against McGuanagall late in the middle of the fourth quarter, I think. And, uh, like you said, against Wanakee, uh, we didn't give up any points in the second half. So, uh, it taught our kids we can hang with anybody, and uh, you know it was kind of weird. We were one and two, and I think we we're still ranked in the top six, maybe a division two. So we kind of talked to our kids like, "Listen, there's a lot of people around this area that believe in you. We got to believe in ourselves." And uh, you know, unfortunately, we had some people out at that time, but we also like to get you know tested early in the year because it allowed us to make some changes. We took our our, our starting center uh, after that Wanakee game and made him our Mike linebacker, and we took uh, Nolan Olson, who, who was a defensive lineman. We, we now got him playing both sides of the ball, so. Uh, but both those moves has helped our team, and uh, it's about continually getting better. But it, it, it's good to get, you know, we would like to come out on the other end of things early in the season, but, you know, it's great to be tested early so you can find out right away what weaknesses you have and how can you correct those. Well, it helps uh, when the quarterback's in-house. <laughs> Having your son as a quarterback, and then with this group of seniors, uh, You've coached them in how many different sports? I know you're also a track coach there, but you go back to you thinking of the days, second, third grade, and almost at the end of the run. Yeah, it's been quite the journey together. You know, as any time you have a child in the program, you get to know those kids on a whole different level. That even speaks for some of the kids that were at Sun Prairie West this year, you know, coaching them in, in T-ball, helping coach them, watching them play basketball all the way through, and, and flag football, and uh, like you said, coaching them in track has been a great experience, and uh, it's been one I'll never forget. Of just the, uh, the bond that those kids have together, you really see firsthand, and you see how those kids really enjoy being around one another. And even with the split, some of those guys still come over to the house and they hang out and they play cards and, and stuff like that. So it's fun to see. It's been it's been great to be a part of their journey, and I just hope uh, we've impacted them in a positive way. Yeah, winning's fun, but that's got to be the relationships yeah. are always are always the best part of coaching and and the and the youth sports and high school sports. So that's that's awesome to hear. But Dennis brought it up, Brian, your son. Just another terrific year for him, headed to North Dakota next year. Uh, wins Conference Player of the Year as your quarterback, over 2,600 passing yards, 40 passing touchdowns, heading into Level 3 this week. Uh, as both a dad and a coach, I mean, just a terrific year for him. I imagine you couldn't be prouder of the year he's had. Yeah, you know, he's been awesome. Um, you know, he had a great junior season leading us to a state runner-up deal and becoming first-team All-State, and I I think he's followed up with an even better season uh, this year, especially dealing with the split. Um, we know we've relied on him in a lot of different ways in that regard. But, you know, what I'm most proud of is, is the type of leader, the type of person he's off the field. Um, you know, he, he's one you can trust and one that wants to get every everybody involved. You know, I was talking to him last week at halftime, and he was yelling up to a kid in the stands. And I'm like, gosh, who do you keep yelling up to? He's like, oh, you see that kid? He was sitting alone at the lunch table the other day, and, and Drew Cavanaugh and I went sat by him, and we had some we could sit by him, and, 
talked to football. He goes, oh, I've never been to a game, so I got him to come to the game. And it was just great to hear stories like that, right, where it's, it's bigger than just football, how you can impact people. And, and he does a great job of that. Uh, and he's, he's done a heck of a job on the football field as well, of course. That's awesome. And a former UW Credit Union student athlete <laughs> of the week, yes. He's been in our yep, studio, yep. so I uh, appreciated that. Um, and you want to talk about Cortez LeGrant, your running yeah, back. Wow. Uh, last week, I think, added a, another dimension to his game this year, being able to throw to him out of the backfield. But watching him slice and dice through that DeForest defense last week was pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, he's a threat. Any Anytime he gets the ball in his hands, and take it to the house, and, and that helps us. You know, we might not be perfect in the in the blocking assignment, but he can make he can make people miss, and you need to have a quality guy like that. You know, we went to, he went to the WFCA Combine last year and ran a, I think it was a 4-3-8-40. Yeah, so, I believe that. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's amazing. You know, he, he, he does that, and, and I think the, the most part that's underrated for him is his, his pass pro ability. You know, he's not a back that we take out when we're going to throw. He's playing every snap, and and he does a great job in that regard. If he wouldn't do his pass pro stuff, we wouldn't be able to throw the ball like we do as well. So he's a true team player in that regard that he's willing to do anything he can to help our football team win. Now, the first time I ever covered a game for the Capital Times back in the 90s, I was introduced to the Sunbury Hogs, <laughs> the, the linemen. <laughs> and then uh, the Wanakee does that with their all-stars too. And one of the toughest is you lost a lineman who was coming back who's over at Sun Prairie West. How about a little love for the O-line? Who's starting left to right for you? You made a comment about now you got a new center in there. And what's their impact on this program and this year? Yeah, huge, right? We're led by our hogs. If we can't block, we're not going to win football games, that's for sure. And it starts uh, going left to right. It would be Alton Williams, who's just a giant of a young man. He's 6'8", 270 pounds. Uh, just has the, the world ahead of him if he keeps working hard. Uh, Corey Sammers, our left guard, he played uh, started about five games last year for us. And, uh, you know, he, he's just a guy that's steady Eddie, right, that's just going to give you everything he has and get the job done. And then Logan Culbertson is a guy that moved into center for us uh, after the Wanakee game and has stepped in and then getting our guys on the right calls in the, in the run-end pass game. Uh, he's vital to that part uh, as far as getting our assignments down. And then, and then we've inserted Nolan Olsen at right guard. Um, he was a strong, physical kid who could do it in the pass run game. And then we've got Logan Gross at right tackle who started all year for us last year at right tackle, started for us obviously this year and is a heck of a professional player. Um, you know, he's got that uh, um, little bit of an attitude when he plays, right, where he wants to play physical, which is great. And, uh, he's great in the pass throw and he's great in that game. So, and then you got to mention our H-back, Drew Cavanaugh, you know, because sometimes you know, for us, those guys are more of a, a blocking guy first, but Drew's athletic enough he can make plays in the pass game as well. But uh, we consider those guys a little bit of our hogs as well. Yeah, he uh, made an impact in the game we saw last week. But your wide receivers, too, I mean, you graduated some really good ones last year. Now you got a young one, uh, Cooper White, uh, has, has stepped in for an injury. And uh, uh, so the future looks bright there. But how about the those wideouts that Jerry's been able to throw to? Yeah, you know, they're, they're weapons. You know, you got Cooper White on the outside who stepped in for Evan Richmond when, when he went down with an injury, and he's been – uh, great in that, at that department. And then you got Connor Stoff and John Vanewal back as returning starters. Um, you know, John just tied our single season record for touchdown receptions of the year with 16. And he's probably one of the best route runners we've ever had. And then you got Connor, who's a true slot receiver who can, uh, you know, give him the ball in space, let him go make some plays. He's got great hands. And, um, you know, with that, though, they also have to be a big part in blocking. And that's important for us at wide receiver. You can't just catch the ball. You got to be involved in the, run, in the run game as well. And, and then, like we said before, Drew Cavanaugh. Uh, is part of our pass game as well. And then you got a guy like Cortez this year catching the ball in the backfield. So um, it's great to have those weapons around there. And, uh, you know, we feel that 
teams want to load up the box and take away our run game, then we should be able to throw it. And if they want to try to take away our pass game, then we should be able to run it with a guy like Cortez and Jerry back there. Yeah, you nailed it there, Brian, but I'll ask even further. Three keys, as Dennis always asks you. I'm sure you're used to this, talking to Semrau all the time, but three keys heading into Kettle Moraine on Friday. You know, I, I, I think uh, we can't give up the big plays. And I, I think when you, if you watch the game or if you hear about the game, you're going to see two good quarterbacks that when they see one-on-one coverage, they're going to take their shots. And it's going to be uh, up to us to, to convert those shots when we're on offense, and it's going to be up to us when we're on defense not to allow them to convert those shots because – both teams are going to air it out. They're going to air it out a long way with two strong-arm quarterbacks and some good athletes back there. And then it's going to come down to their, their quarterback and scramble, and, and he does a great job of that. And when he scrambles, uh, I think they got some backs and, and some tight ends that maybe are involved in the pass pro that then do a good job of coming out late. And you got to maintain your eyes on your guy. If, if you're responsible to cover him, even the quarterback scrambling, you got to stay with him because he's good enough to find him late and, and create some plays that way. And then uh, they're very good in the special teams in the return game. Uh, they got a by uh, seven or eight uh, touchdowns uh, in the return game, uh, even though one of them, number eight, he's a big kid. He's an outside linebacker for him, uh, big kid, probably about 230 pounds. You look at him like, oh, my goodness, this guy's back returning kicks. And you watch him go, and you say, oh, my goodness, this guy's back to returning kicks, right? So, uh, But we got a good weapon in Trevor Schultz that can hopefully uh, put the ball in the end zone for us. But I, I really think those will be the three keys to the game. Well, Trevor had a 62-year punt last week, and then, uh, again, those kickoffs – Every time you got to force a high school team to go 80 yards, that's that's pretty. T- it's tough at the college level, but uh, that is definitely a weapon you have. Absolutely, absolutely, it's a huge thing, and um, you know you can't forget about that. And then, but the hard thing is you got to remember that uh, your kickoff team can't just rely on that because it comes up short. You got to get down there and cover. And our, our kids last week did a great job of that against a good return guy, and and we just got to step it up even another notch here this week. Brian Kaminsky, the head coach of Sun Prairie East, getting ready for a level three matchup with Kettle Moraine. Brian, uh, it's been a very successful last two months. We're talking to you Wednesday, November 2nd. Your last loss was uh, Friday, September 2nd. So it's been two games lost in a running clock, as Dennis has mentioned, in every game since. So hopefully more of that success on Friday against Kettle Moraine. We appreciate the time as always. Thank you, and we appreciate all you guys do for the high school athletes in our area. Thank you. As I always say, we love doing it. Uh, something I don't love doing, though, is telling you that Sun Prairie East currently losing to Kettle Moraine. It is 12-6 with 5.29 remaining in the opening quarter. We'll take a look at the rest of the area scoreboard, and we'll actually check in on our game of the week, Catholic Memorial and Lodi. Coming up next, but first, Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything, and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning approach. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. Simbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania rolling on live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semra. We are brought to you by our friends at Zimbraconda for nearly 50 years. Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new Honda, a used Honda, or whatever's in between new and used, it's a no-brainer. Go to Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search current inventory. 
All right, Dennis, hold your breath. Let's look at some of the area scores. You ready? Rock and roll. Dave Grohl. Kimberly Wanakee. Not so hot for the defending Division II state champions. Kimberly, the papermakers, 14. Wanakee, 3. Wanakee trailing by 11 in quarter number two. Touchdown, uh, two-pointer, and a field goal away. They uh, can do it. I like I like your optimism there, Dennis. Sun Prairie East, Kettle Moraine remains 12-3 in favor of the one seed, Kettle Moraine. Columbus up on Ellsworth after one. 21-0 the score in that one. And Lodi Catholic Memorial scoreless out on the east side of Wisconsin. That game at Carroll University on our sister station, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Our buddies Gabe Neitzel, Greg Gamulski on the call, and Hunter Vaughn running the video stream uh, on Wisconsin On Demand, which you can find for free on WisconsinOnDemand.com. Prep Mania brought to you by Electrolyte, the best beverage for premium hydration. If you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need to pick me up, Electrolyte, the drink for you. As a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery. And is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. Let's do a live look in. Catholic Memorial Lodi scoreless in Division Number Four. Let's go out to Gabe Neitzel and Greg Gamolski on the call on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Now tries to fall forward. He's going to be denied the midfield marker. He got up to the 49. Fourth down upcoming. Catholic Memorial keeping the offense on the field. They're going to go for it, much like Lodi decided to go for it. Lodi went for it at their own 41. Quarterback sneak worked for them. This is a little bit longer, fourth and four from the 49-yard line. Gabe, you're the head coach. What would you do? I'd give it to Corey Smith. <laughs> and then again, I think I'd always give it to Corey Smith. <laughs> but they've got Corey Smith. They may be punting this one. Here's the, yeah, they're just going to quick kick it with nobody back. Smart. Isaiah Nathaniel just punts it away, and Bailey is down to cover it, and he is going to cover it at the one. Beautiful play move. by Josh Bailey. His speed to get down there and down it at the one-yard line, and Lodi is going to be starting in the shadow of their own goalpost with 3.11 to go in the first. Yeah, great. I, whoever made that coaching decision, I don't know if it, you know if it's uh, uh, Matt Bergen or Bill Young, but that, that was a smart coaching decision. So Corey Smith lined up in the backfield, and maybe if you get the defensive look that you want, you run the play. Instead, he ends up in a wingback formation where he's a wing on the right side, short snap, quick yep. kick it, nobody back, and, and you end up using the speed you have on the outside, getting down there to down the football. We've seen two punts so far here in the first quarter, and this is the third possession of the game. Two of them have started inside the five. Mason Lane, the quarterback for Lodi, working out of the shotgun. Brady pulls to his left, takes the snap, hands off the pulls, Plunges his way forward, breaking a couple of tackles, getting across the five, and being stacked up and driven back, denied the 10. He's brought down at about the 7. A.J. Veronic, Marvanus Butler, those peeling off the pile. Good run on first down for Brady Poles and Lodi to give themselves a little bit of breathing room. Yeah, nice run by that, that young man. Uh, Catholic Memorial tends to be... Right now, their their defensive line is getting driven off the ball a little bit, which surprises me. But uh, you know, they need to stay a little bit lower. They're giving too much of their upper body, their 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 numbers to the the offensive linemen. They got to stay low. 
Second down and three yards to go after that gain of seven. Here's the snap and the give. Pulls trying to sweep around the right side. Three bodies for Catholic Memorial get there. Keith Williams among them as Pulls spills out across the 10 to maybe the 11. Should be enough for a first down for Lodi. They've been able to ride Mason Lane and Brady Pulls for some good runs, and he did get to the 11. He's a tough tough running back. It almost looked like they, it was hard from our angle, but I thought it almost looked like they they were going to fumble the ball because he rode him a long time, and then the ball was sort of on his hip. It just looked like it, he didn't have it. Yeah, it looked like right in this away. last second, Mason Lane yeah. wanted to pull it out, and, and again, Brady Poles did what he could, and it was a nice run. First and 10 from the 11. They're going to give to Poles. This time he's going to go to the left. Keith Williams is there. He's stood him up and then the defense comes in they lift him off the ground never actually falls to the turf for progress was stopped at the 14 gain of three that's what you like to see from this catholic memorial defense Greg, yes. just flowing to the football absolutely that time they did they played they was watching the defensive linemen they didn't get pushed back uh, you know, you need a little bit of penetration or at least control the line of scrimmage, and you're going to be okay. Then your linebackers can make plays. But if your, your D-line's getting pushed back and your linebackers, uh, that's not very helpful. That's a live look in a 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee as Catholic Memorial hosts Lodi scoreless in the first quarter of that game. An update from Wanakee, the only Wanakee in the world. Rutro raggy, as Scooby-Doo says, right, Dennis? Rutro raggy. I love Scooby. Yeah, I know you do. Your favorite cartoon. Your favorite cartoon. 21, 21 to 3. Kimberly on top of Wanakee. Ouch. In level 3. Ouch, indeed. Yeah, but I'll tell you what's not ouch. It's a great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Madison's favorite tradition since 1994. Four locations in the area. Hilldale, Fitchburg, Eastside, and right downtown. I've been at the downtown location three times in the last six days. Love it there. Great food. Great beer. Great company and Madison's favorite tradition since 1994. Learn all about them. GreatDanePub.com. Hildale next coming Monday, right? You're correct. Town. All right. You coming? Uh, I'd like to. Yeah. Stop over and say hi to the boys. I'll get you an extra headset. You can join us. Have a brewski. There you go. Always a good idea. Always a good idea. I'll tell you what's a good idea uh, is that we're going to look at some of the area scores coming up next before we let Dennis Semrau go. We've still got to look, or rather, talk to. This week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. It's a junior this week. Lily Olson from Edgewood, uh, our first junior of the year at our UW Credit Union Student Athletes of the Week. Bucks basketball coming up about 45 minutes from now here on 100.5 ESPN. So we'll continue to take you up until the pregame show kicks in on the Milwaukee Bucks Radio Network. Of course, your home for Bucks basketball in the city of Madison the right here on 100.5 ESPN. Unbeaten, Unbeaten undefeated Bucks. Yes. Milwaukee Bucks right here. Go Bucks! At 100.5. Go Bucks! indeed. Stoughton Health provides comprehensive and compassionate care to the Stoughton community and the entire Madison area. From their sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to their renowned ortho team with Dr. Ravel, Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health, creating excellence. Together, more prep mania after this right here on 100.5 ESPN. A 
edition of Prep Mania rolling on on your Friday night. About 35 minutes left with us as we continue to look at the area scores before we get into Bucks basketball at 8.30. He's the Dean Dennis Semra. I'm Alex Strofe. We are, of course, brought to you by our friends at Zimbraconda, where for 50 years they have provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, it's a no-brainer. Go see the folks at Zimbraconda today or visit their website to see current inventory. That is Zimbraconda. Honda.com. Well, Dennis, halftime in Wanakee, Kimberly 21, Wanakee 3. What the heck is going on with the Warriors? A tough one. Well, Kimberly, obviously one of the best teams in the state. We've talked about that uh, a lot the last couple of weeks. So. And in the rain, you just never know. And uh, for, for Wanakee, the key was uh, the defense, being able to keep Kimberly off the board early, unable to do that in right now. It's not looking good for the Warriors. 31-game winning streak is on the, on the line. Ruh-roh, Raggy. Uh-oh. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> not bad. Scooby-Doo. And not bad, then. It's pretty darn good impression. Uh, elsewhere, Kettle Moraine, 18. Sun Prairie East, 6. The big dogs in the area. Yeah, I got to like that, early. that Sun Prairie East offense. So, big play. Uh, they can come back at any time, but... Uh, Fortunately, they gave up. What was it? A kickoff return for a touchdown after they tied it up. That's correct. So special teams. Uh, Coach Kaminsky talked about that. You got to win the special teams battle, especially this time of year, with their kicker Schultz uh, being able to flip the field. You're hoping that uh, they may have to make uh, Kettle Moraine have some long drives. But now, when you give up a touchdown and a kickoff return, that's that's a, 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 as they say, a bite in the butt. Columbus twenty-one, Ellsworth. Nothing. Columbus still in the driver's seat, approaching halftime in that one as well. Fly, Cardinals, fly. At least one of the area teams is winning, am I right? Lodi and Catholic Memorial remain scoreless. You can watch that game for free, WisconsinOnDemand.com, or go to YouTube, search ESPN Madison. Hey, GRB Academy is baseball for the serious player, and GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training schedule and goal this winter with position player programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, power development and all the in-betweens. Reach your potential at the 52,000-square-foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. Dennis, you going to a game tonight, or are you going to stick around? I think I'll stick around here. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of getting drowned in the weather out there. So I think we'll finish it off here. All right. Well, we're with you until 8.30. We're going to hear from our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Lily Olson, here in just a few minutes. We'll continue to keep you posted on some of the scores in the area. I saw a big rundown, but now I lost it. Uh, here we go. Two Rivers up on Racine St. Catharines, 21-0. to zero. Mayville. Trivers. 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 My, Trivers. The birthplace of yours truly. Mayville, 28. Racine Lutheran, 0. Blowout. For Mayville. My wife's a Horlick grad, so that's good. That is good. I agree. <laughs> I agree. So there's a uh, big thanks to Craig Hoffman, who catered some of those scores on Twitter. But, yeah, Kimberly Wanakee, 21-3, papermakers in front of the Warriors. I think that's the surprise of the night so far as Wanakee. What, what did you say, 31-game win streak? 31-game win streak. Yeah, it goes back to uh state championship game in 19. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, they, they won all six of their games in the 2020 COVID season, obviously went undefeated uh, in pursuit of a Division II state championship game last year and haven't lost yet this year. Yeah, 11 and 0, but, but Looking uh, bleak at halftime, 21-3 to the score there. Yeah, that's tough, but uh, the only 
good thing is if you lose in your home field, you don't fight a golf. That's it's true. It's those uh, last week, what was it? Uh, Baldwin Woodville lost to Columbus. Yeah, two hour bus yeah. ride. Four hour. It's bus four ride. hour bus. That's ride. why they moved that one from Friday night to Saturday. Yeah, you know Kimberly, probably about a uh, two hour ish yeah. bus ride back to Kimberly. That'll be a fun one if they win. If they win, it'll be like five minutes. Yeah, no kidding. It'll fly. You've been on those before, right? I sure have been. I sure have been. Oh, man. Good memories. Good memories. Hey, good opportunities for all the high school football players on the field right now. And good opportunities for you at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers, and their customers want more. Join a winning team with immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at the Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunity. How about an individual state tennis champion in Lily Olson, Dennis? Two-time. Two-time. And she's, she's only a junior. I started a career at Memorial. And she was able to, to place uh, in the alternate season. And she had to come back in the fall and win her first title. And then she won her second one this year. Well, a- After transferring to Edgewood, family was worried that she wasn't going to have a season. Remember? I do, season yeah. Shut down. Yeah. And was that going to happen? And her older siblings went to Memorial. And this was a little tough transition. But the best thing about, you know, Joel Maturi, a longtime athletic director. I went to our Madison Sports Hall of Fame. You go out. Uh, he had a comment when I, when I was uh, working with him back in the 80s that the best thing you can do for your kid is to get them in a fall sport because when they wa- show up that first day of school, there's people down there that got their back. Hey, hi, how you doing? We got practice today. And sure. Whatever. So that's, that's something to think about. That's so, actually a good point. So she had tennis. If you think about it, girls' tennis starts usually first, second week of... of um, What's going on here? The alarm! The alarm strikes again! The alarm strikes again. <laughs> Why do you have an alarm for 8 p.m.? Yeah, that's set for 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, by the way. You no, know, it's set for 8 p.m. tonight, Dennis. <laughs> no. You said it wrong. <laughs> A.M. means morning. P.M. means night. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> yeah. I was, it was like uh, maybe I was supposed to leave by now. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Like, yeah, nice. Well, we have at least one more Phantom one for the uh, season, right? There you go, right? It happened, what, week one of the week season? One, yeah. And here we are, week three of the playoffs. Dennis still hasn't figured out his alarm clock. Well, he has figured out how to interview Student Athletes of the Week. We'll hear from this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Lily Olson. After this, it's Imbraconda's Prep Mania. The biggest games. A perfect season complete. The Wanakee Warriors are your state champions in Division II. The most compelling stories. 50 years for Title IX. That's incredible. And this is the 50th anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbraconda's presentation of Pratt Mania rolling out on your Friday. Alex Strofe, the Dean, Dennis Semrath still hanging out with you live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios with you about another 25 minutes as we lead you up to Timberwolves Bucks. Coverage starts 830 right here on Madison's Home of the Bucks. 100.5 ESPN. Ow! You might want to turn your mic on to, to, to uh, actually do the wolf call. Go ahead. I did, but I think you, you hit it and turned me off. How can I turn you off? I can't reach <laughs> over there. What are you talking about? I'm messing with you. Oh, that's for the, that's for the Sun Prairie Wolves. Sun Prairie West Wolves every time. I didn't realize I live right up the street from West High School. Okay. Right up there. I didn't realize it was hidden back there Is off that, Grand Ave. Oh. Yeah, I could probably walk there if I wanted to. So, oh. 
There you go. Zebra Honda for nearly 50 years. They provided the Madison area with quality Honda. Ow, vehicles. Uh, the trusted staff of Zimbra Conda's used car dealership will save you time, reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle for you. Zimbraconda.com, their website. Rough and ready. What'd you just say? Rough and ready. Rough and rowdy? Is that what you said? Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. <laughs> what'd, you, <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you drink tonight, Dennis? <laughs> I, I pulled a little Jesse. He's pirates. He hasn't done that for a while. I haven't heard his uh, pirate, yeah. uh, Did you hear Mark Tauscher's rap this morning? No, I missed it. We're going to have to play that for you oh, here please. in the commercial break. Hey, it's time now to hear, though, from our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Lily Olson from Edgewood. UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere with UW Credit Union. Their in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions that are designed for you. You can learn more about UW Credit Union on their website, uwcu.org. Here's the Dean, Dennis Semra, with Lily Olson of Edgewood High School. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Lily Olson from Madison Edgewood High School. Lily, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Two-time individual state tennis champion for Edgewood. Yes. Congrats. Thank you. Now, you didn't start your career at Edgewood, though. No, I started at Memorial. And that was, uh, you ended up with the alternate fall season in the spring. What was that like? Yeah. Um, that, it was pretty short, but um, yeah, it was really fun. It was just like, it was only a month, though. It was March to April, and then the state tournament was divided in half between like some some D1 schools did it like earlier and then we did it later. The decision, you weren't sure if they were going to have fall sports? Yeah, I so. wasn't sure. So I moved to Edgewood just to make sure that I was going to be able to play sports and they have really good education here. And you have an older brother and a sister. Yeah, they're twins. twins and they went to Memorial. Yeah, so they went to Memorial. What's been that, that been like? Um, it's been really fun. I mean, now they're out of the house. They're juniors in college. But my sister played tennis and soccer, like the same sports that I play. So... I guess I've just always like looked up to her and been able to play with her, so that's been really fun. Why tennis? Um, I really enjoy tennis. Um, for high school, it's like individual and team sport, so my team's like really close, it's, like one big family, so it's really fun. And just um, there's always like a lot of up, ups and downs, so I think just like trusting the process as you go along and just like continuing to grow as a player is really fun. Now you play USTA, I take yeah. it in a lot of tournaments. Yeah. But nothing beats high school, does it? Having the team there. Yeah, the team's so fun. Just like team dinners and everything and just being able to always like have people to cheer you on and yeah, especially like during USTA it's just you alone, like with your family, so So how did you survive the pandemic? I mean being a tennis player, were yeah. you, do you have a court at home or were you able to get uh, Um there's like a court or? in my neighborhood, so me and my sister would just play a lot with our coach. No, so you look at the soccer and tennis, they're actually pretty compatible, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, how did those two sports work for you? Um, so for soccer I play center back, so I would just say like the footwork and transition is really important and obviously tennis is a lot of side to side. So, But I also think soccer is a lot longer so you have to have like stamina and I think that helps me a lot in like long tennis matches, just staying in it. You ever uh, look across your opponent and you're like you know, in the last set going, hey, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to outrun you. I'm going to run you into the ground kind of a thing. Do you get that kind of metal mindset going? Yeah, I think it's just important to remember how long soccer games are and then I just can transition that into tennis. Do you have a favorite memory from soccer? Um, My club team won state uh, like 7th or 8th grade and then we got second one of those years too, so that was just really fun playing in Milwaukee at U-Line. 
my team was just really close since we played. Like it was basically the same um, people on the team every year, so it was just really fun. Uh, plans future? Uh, you still got a year. Yeah. You're only junior. Mm-hmm. Um, so you like playing Division One tennis? Yeah, that's my goal right now. And how about what would you like to study in school? Um, something like the medical field, maybe like majoring in nursing. And uh, what would be like a dream job? Can you see yourself? I think like right now, like a physical therapist would be one of my dream jobs. But I'm not sure. Or a nurse. Awesome. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Lily Olson from Madison Edgewood High School. Lily, have a great junior year and good luck next year. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's Lily Olson and the Dean Dennis Semrau. This week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. Well, Lily Olson is this week's Student Athlete of the Week, not the Dean Dennis Semrau. Uh, but maybe we should do that. And maybe we should turn the tables one time and make Dennis the Student Athlete of the Week. Does that make sense or no? I was a good student, but not much of an athlete in high school, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you play baseball, though, right? Uh, dabbled in a couple things. I got hurt, so I was a manager, actually, my senior year. Yeah, well, I was a statistician. Was student manager of the do. week, then. Uh, we'll do that. Hey, UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions better designed. For you, learn more at uwcu.org. All right, Dennis, you've got some score updates for us. Why don't you hit us with what you got in front of you? Well, I like this. Arrowhead strikes first, 23-yard run. They're up uh, over Sussex Hamilton, 6 nothing. And that was, uh, oh, I like the, the big one. Monroe, 28-zip at halftime. Oh, an area team with a lead. That's good. Held West East to just three first downs in the first half. That's pretty uh, good. I like that. Uh, I do, too. Unfortunately, uh, another one here, West... West of Pier 24, River Falls zip. Oh, boy. And uh, Wanakee had a field goal in that opening drive, 39-yarder, but they have not been able to muster much offense. So twenty. we talked about that one, 21-3 to at half. Mayville, 35, Racine Lutheran, nothing at halftime. So Racine School's uh, kind of struggling tonight. Uh, it remains 18-6, to Kettle Moraine over Sun Prairie East uh, in that one. As well, just a quick update. Uh, Columbus extended their lead, correct? Twenty. It was twenty-one nothing at half. Gotcha. That's uh, the last one that I saw. I haven't seen the second half yet. And then our game of the week, which you can see on WisconsinOnDemand.com and here on ninety-four-five ESPN in Milwaukee, Catholic Memorial thirteen, Lodi zero. Is the Crusaders strike again? I want to throw in one volleyball score uh, since I've covered this team. Sock Prairie Eagles girls first ever appearance in the state championship game, Division Two. Lost the first set, came back and won three in a row over Wisconsin Lutheran. They were the second seed. They ended up number two over uh, Xavier. Got number one on a coin flip. Oh, geez, that's how close that was. So state title game tomorrow. So tomorrow at two thirty. Yeah, they're going to play. It was the winner of Xavier and Bloomer. I did not see a score for that. I assume Xavier is the number one ranked team. Uh, pulled that one out, but uh, yeah, Sauk Prairie third time at state. They were there a couple of years ago in the pandemic year when there were fewer teams, and they actually knocked off. I think two of the semifinalists from Division oh, One wow. year before they were in D one, so it's their uh, first ever appearance in the title game. Amy Schlimgen led the uh, I think it was the two thousand nine uh, Wisconsin Heights team to the state title. So her sixth appearance in her twenty eight years as coach. She's got a daughter playing college volleyball, so this might be her last year. There you go. Uh, so uh, great just, one. Just you know, Xavier swept Bloomer three, oh, three, three sets, okay. so they are uh, in the Division two. State championship game tomorrow. Saturday afternoon, right after the Badger football game. Yep, right at the Rush Center in Green Bay, my old stomping grounds. Or actually we call it Ashwaubenon, technically, from a dateline for the newspaper. All right, so you're right. 
You are correct. I, I will <laughs> give that to you. But everybody calls it Green Bay. I worked in the rest center many years. That's how I got my start in the business, right. uh, covering the Green Bay Blizzard, yeah, the Green Bay Gamblers. There? Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, right. all the teams that play in that building are called Green, Green Bay. Bay. Across the street is Lambeau Field. That's Green Bay, even though it's smack dab in the middle of Ashwaubenon, <laughs> because they block out the street so that the city of Green Bay's police officers work the Packers games, because Ashwaubenon Police Department does not have enough people to man it. Uh, that, so that, okay. How's that for a little lesson? Well, I appreciate that, because I remember the first time I put Green Bay in a storyline, I got my hand slapped I <laughs> bet you my did. editor. So. I'll tell him to grow Thank up. Thank you for the history. You're very welcome. That's what I'm here for. I'm the old guy on the panel. The Dean Dennis Semram, Alex Strove. <laughs> Prep Mania brought to you by Electrolyte, the best beverage for premium hydration. If you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need to pick me up, Electrolyte is the drink made for you. Learn more about Electrolyte on their website, Electrolyte.com. Hey, while I'm telling you about Electrolyte for recovery, Stoughton Health, also there for recovery, provides comprehensive and compassionate care to the Stoughton community and the entire Madison area. From our sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to their renowned ortho team with Dr. Ravel, Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health, creating excellence. Together we wrap up Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania next as we lead you into Bucks Timberwolves coming up at 8.30. Zimbraconda's presentation of Pratt Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com to check current inventory. I'm Alex Strope alongside the Dean. The Dean, the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau. I'm getting all jacked up on Mountain Dew over here, Dennis. What's going on with you, pal? Uh, I've only had one. I think you've had you. You might be one or two ahead of me at this point. So yeah, that makes sense. One. I've been I've been here since what six o'clock? Uh, no, no, no. I've been here since. <laughs> when did uh, you go to bed? You went to bed at six o'clock, right? And got up at ten. No, I went to bed pretty early last night. I actually got a good night's sleep. I got up at seven. I had an eye appointment this morning, so I got here about ten o'clock. So I've been here about ten and a half hours at this point, having the time of my life, pal. All I know is if I need something, I can text you at ten o'clock at night and you answer. It's true, I do. You, 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 you and I wacky sleep schedules, but we're both on. Hey, the wacky when you can track schedule. a coach down, he calls you back. Coach Rice called me at ten thirty this uh, past week to set up that interview we did. There you go. That's a very much appreciated. It very much is appreciated. Hey, uh, what I also appreciate is a score rundown, which we'll get to for a final time tonight here in a second. But first, I got to tell you about the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, which is Madison's favorite tradition since 1994. Four locations in the Madison area Hilldale, Fitchburg, Eastside, Downtown. The downtown location that I've been to three times in the last six days. Humble brag. Love it there. They got great beer. They got great food. They got Wing Wednesday deals. They've got Mug Club deals. They've got Thanksgiving specials coming up on Thanksgiving Day. You can take home meals or some, two of the locations. At buffets. You can learn all about it. GreatDanePub.com. I know where Dennis will be for Thanksgiving. GreatDanePub.com is the website. Turkey stuffing and mashed potato sounds absolutely terrific. Uh, right we have a pretty good spread at home. I'm not sure what my wife's work schedule is. Oh, no, she's off Thanksgiving. Found out she's working New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. What's your favorite holiday, Dennis? My favorite holiday is Christmas. That's a fair answer. I, I Colin just, Russo, what's your favorite holiday? Love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, he says. I agree with oh. Thanksgiving. But I, I got to tell you this before we wrap up the show. I'm going to be in Mexico on Thanksgiving. 
I'm going to miss the Minnesota game. Destination wedding. That's so oh, weird. okay. There you go. You're excused. You know, but destination wedding in Mexico over Thanksgiving? Is it the Friday? That was, that was my, my late brother's yes. favorite. He'd uh, have a Thanksgiving dinner at his in, future in-laws. His, uh, he ended up marrying the girl next door. Oh, really? He'd, he'd go over for lunch. They'd have their meal about noon. Then he'd come over and he'd pile on about 6 o'clock. We'd do a family dinner at our house, at my parents' house. We were at room, Doug and I were rooming together. And he could put away the bird. He, chicken was his favorite, so turkey was pretty close. But you could watch a guy put away food. Hold on a minute. Time Two out. meals. Your brother married the girl next door? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Really? So why yeah. didn't you just combine Thanksgivings? Did, did your parents not get along with the people no, next no, door? No, they did. They had their own family, and we had ours. And that, this was just when he was starting to, 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 they were starting to date. So did the girl come over, too? Yeah, she okay. came over. Gotcha. There you go. She would eat like a bird. Good for good for your uh, <laughs> Doug would eat more than uh, more than his share. So it was good, good for. That's why I always knew Thanksgiving. My mom had had a great recipe for stuffing. Oh, oh. I love stuffing. Is that the best dish on Thanksgiving? Oh, God, yeah, the stuffing I think it's gravy, gotta be. turkey. Are you yeah. a mac and cheese? Do you have mac and cheese? Mac version? and cheese on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, they had the love, breaded oh, mac and cheese. Mac That's mac and great. cheese on Thanksgiving. Southern mac and cheese, where it's a little like pepper or cayenne or whatever. Oh. It's really. This guy gets yes. it, apparently. Outstanding yep. dish. Interesting. That, that's a great dish, too. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Anyway. We got uh, our menu set. We, we, got, we got scores from the area, Dennis. We got three minutes left. We got some scores to run through. Got an update. Monroe, 35 nothing. Getting ready for the running clock here, second half. Good for them. Hey, Kimberly Wanakee remains 21-3 to in the third quarter. Eh, just kidding. Kimberly, 28, Wanakee, 3 in the third quarter as Kimberly tacking it on now, 28-3. to the score. Oh, geez, Louise. Uh, Sun Prairie East, Kettle Moraine. I do not have a score update there. Looks like it remains 18-6, to Kettle Moraine on top. Uh, Columbus still 21-0. to And Catholic Memorial has taken a commanding lead over Lodi, 20-0. to The score in the second quarter of that one over at Carroll University. Well, they stuck, Lodi stuck with them through a quarter plus. They did. They sure did. And you stuck with us until 8.30 tonight as the Bucks and Timberwolves just a few minutes away from kicking off. Your final thought, Dennis. you got one minute to give me your final thought on level three of the high school football playoffs. Oh, it's just great. Anytime you can play this long and you have three extra weeks of practice for your younger players is a plus, no matter if you win or lose, just to be able to play. Then the next thing is staying healthy. Uh, the just a, a couple of tips. Mark Miller's got his yearbook out. I, I already seen in his top ten. Are you talking basketball top, already? Top ten. Middleton, La Follette, they're out of the playoffs. And then uh, Madison Memorial. They're all outs, and all their players are healthy as far as they know right now. That's the big thing is surviving the football playoffs, playing for a gold ball, and if you're a multiple-sport athlete, staying healthy for that next sport. Dennis is already looking ahead to basketball, and we're not even through the quarterfinal round of the playoffs. tournament, Madison College coming up in December. We'll be there. <laughs> you're a crazy person. He's Dennis Semram, Alex Strip. This guy's just got 800 things running through his head at once. Hey, Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything, and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF at Canopy. Their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving towards 
to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to Canopy-Wealth.com to get started with Canopy Wealth Management today. Hey, Colin Russo, are you aware I just threw a pen at you? Did you just totally miss that? I heard it. I didn't see it, so I didn't know exactly what was going on, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, he just said he ignored me. You got it right, Dennis. You are correct. Well, a big thanks to you, Colin Russo, for helping us out tonight. My pleasure. Here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. A big thanks to the Dean, Dennis Semra, for his wonderful insight on Scooby-Doo and boys basketball. <laughs> I'm Alex Strofe. You got Milwaukee Bucks right back at you. Minnesota Timberwolves coming up next right here on 100.5 ESPN. For the deer.